Yo. Oh, we live? Okay. We are live, baby. I'm gonna put my phone up, baby. What is your phone up, baby? What are you what doing, doing Dan? Put your phone up, baby. What is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I'm live with my boy Digga Jones, man. We was in a uh in a different um I was doing again, trying to use that different um technology. Right. This technology will get me killed one of these days. But I'm trying to I'm trying to uh try some new things and try different ways to do the show. Who that? That's Tony. Tony, boy, you you be on it, Tony. You all right, man. Tony. Tony, my ace, man. I'm telling you, man. Tony, Tony's all right, man. Tony's all right. This, yo, Tony, you gotta play ball with Digger. Well, I don't know if you play ball. I, I do. You still play ball? I still. Yeah, play with Tony, man. Tony, Tony's really good, man. Tony played college ball. Oh no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, oh, no. Tony, Tony's mad good, man. Tony's, Tony, Tony's very good at basketball. I play for the team. Yeah, Tony's Tony's very good at basketball. So can you hear us better now, Tony? I play for on Tony's team. Tony, Tony's pretty good, man. I own him at the YMCA, though. Oh, at the YMCA, like I, like, like I'm, I'm, I got all his numbers at the YMCA. So Tony only wants some problems, right, Tony? Okay. Looking here. Don't oversell me. <laughs> right, right, right. See, yes. I own him at the YMCA. See, I told you. Um, yeah. So we're back, man. We're back. What's up, Lucretia? Just at the Y. Thank you. I'll take, I'll take that. Hey, um, so we we're here talking about, talking about hip hop music. So we're talking about Childish Gambino and how I think that Childish Gambino's claim to fame to me is that Childish Gambino does Drake better than Drake does Drake. And I said that last year. Yeah, I said. Yeah, Childish Gambino is what Drake wishes he definitely you know, wishes. I mean, if you, if you consider well, Childish Gambino is yeah. what Drake thinks he is. Yes, yes, and yes. And here's the funny thing about it is, Childish Gambino is like that dude in high school uh-huh. that. You just couldn't compete with. Uh huh. He can sing. Yeah. He can act. He can play ball. Exactly. He can play the piano. Exactly. Like he got like straight A's. Yeah. He was like he was the head of the football team and the drama club. <laughs> he can play chess. Exactly. Like Childish Gambino is that dude. If you look at the things that Childish Gambino has been able to accomplish over like the last five years, it's amazing. Five. Like, Not even five. Have, the dude has a comedy. You know what? Two comedy specials. Weirdo and um. King of Camp. Yeah, he had rap albums that are dope. Great. Like, dope, dope. And then he, like, he's so dope that he retired before people actually figured out who he, who he was. He executive produced rights yeah. and, and acts in his own number one television show on cable. And I was about to say, even with Atlanta being gone until 2018, I'm still watching, so I'm still watching season one on my phone. Greatest, greatest, what's the, your favorite scene from Atlanta? My favorite scene from Atlanta, I want to say, is the jailhouse scene. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. I, like I said, there's no cursing on your show. Right, right. Where he, he, he's in the jail. He's in the jail. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. There's, there's there's a guy uh-huh, uh-huh. who <laughs> is a woman. Right, right. He's like, my dude. Yeah, that's a man. That's a man. Like, no, this ain't a man. This is my this is my ex girlfriend. <laughs> no, my dude, that's a man. If it was a girl, she'd be on the other side. <laughs> dude, you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that is funny. So my favorite scene is Harrison. Oh my goodness, the trans the, um, the trans transracial transracial Honestly, a forty five year old white man. The B A N episode is the greatest episode. Yes. of Atlanta. Yes. Yes. And the reason why I say that is, for one, Donald Glover does not appear in it one time. Right. 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 But it, for it, two, it's so good, though. But for two, 
to cohesion of that episode mm-hmm. with the commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Ingrained in yeah. the show. Yeah. Because I remember the first time I watched it on TV and I saw the Charger commercial, I'm like, this is an odd commercial. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought it was yeah. a real commercial. Yeah. 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 But it, it was it was a it was sort of a parody of what BET has become. Oh yeah. Which is what was hysterical is because like a lot of the critiques that that show had of BET is the critiques that I have of BET. BET yeah. Like it, it's just it's literally. Ah, the bane of my existence as a as a, as a and TV show. And I was about to say it's so funny because you know even with the Arizona commercial, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just that's what we go through in the store. You yeah, know, the price is on the can. Yeah, the price is on the can, and they both look confused <laughs> instead of him changing the price. They're both looking at the can. <laughs> so if you haven't watched Atlanta, all right. So that's that. You know, we haven't even got gotten there yet. Right. But if you're not watching that lamp, all right, you got until 2018 to get caught up. But go ahead, like when you finish watching this, don't click off this. Finish watching this first, please. Of and then, like, go and watch Atlanta. Atlanta is hysterical. Probably, honestly, probably the best show on television. Honestly, like, this is this is what I always say. Everybody said, well, what episode of Atlanta do you start off with? To see everybody in their element, you would have to start off with the episode of the club. Okay. That right. shows Earn being Earn, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Paperboy being Paperboy, Darius being Darius, and Swift being Swift. Yeah. Swift is the low-key character on the show, if not the best character on uh-huh. the show. Yeah. I want to see more develop you know, development with Swift's character in season two. Okay. So so let's 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 transition from there since we're on TV shows. Okay. All right. Um Atlanta is, you know, a very well-known uh, African-American-run TV show. Correct. Let's talk about Insecure. What do you think about Insecure? Insecure, I I feel ashamed because I haven't seen season one. What? I've oh, not I seen season one. In the show right now. No, I haven't seen season one. I watched every episode of season two, and the other day, as a matter of fact, it was yesterday, as a matter of fact, I said, you know what? Let me go on HBO On Demand and catch up on season one. Hold up, hold up, stop. Lucretia. You gotta do better. You you had to Google who Childish Gambino is. Wow. You better do better. You better do better. Lord. Real what? As as the number one viewer of Real Talk with Rajan, nobody has more episodes of Real Talk with ah, Real Talk with Rajan watch episodes than Lucretia, except maybe Toy. Absolutely. All right. Thank you to Lucretia, the number one Real Talk with Rajan fans. She will be getting a T-shirt when the T-shirts hit hit the market. Oh yeah, we'll be um, on that later. Oh yes, definitely. But you gotta be watching Atlanta. You gotta catch Atlanta, all right? So right. Just catch Atlanta. Uh, download because of the internet. Do that. And no, watch this honestly, because of the internet, I'd skip that album and go straight to Kauai. All right, go to Kauai. Because Kauai is only seven songs. Right. Easy okay. to digest. All you right. know, something yeah. bite sized and it leaves you wanting more. Right. And then it doesn't have to copy like 2005 and stuff exactly. like that. No, it has a picnic remix. 2005 mm-hmm. is the last track. Right. Good point. Yeah. So. All right, so back to Insecure. So you said you didn't see the first season. I've never seen the first season. Okay, so of what you saw, what was your take? Of what I saw, believe it or not, I've always wanted to know what the mind of a female is like. Okay. What females actually think about, what, you know, goes through their thought process mm-hmm. when they're with their girls, when, yeah. you know, with, when they're by themselves. Yeah. And that gave an in-depth look of the female mind. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted more after, you know, season two. Especially how it ended, yeah. You know, at the yeah. apartment complex. Uh-huh. I was just like, I gotta catch up on season one. Yeah. So did you go back and watch it? I went back and watched the first episode of season one. Okay. Yeah. And 
I got busy in due time and I got obligations to make beats. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I got obligations to make beats. So when I finally got a chance to finally slow down and breathe, yeah. which was yesterday, I okay. said, you know what? I'm going to catch up on season one now. And season one's not on demand anymore. Ah, see, so yeah. now so, I am forced to go to Walmart. Right. So, and, so season one builds up to what happens in season two. Right. The funny thing about, uh, I, I listen to uh, Bomani Jones and, uh, oh. on ESPN. On, on right hilarious. And like his podcast, <laughs> The Evening Jones, which is one of the best podcasts. If you have not, if you don't listen to um, The Evening Jones, you're missing out. I'm missing like, out. Such a dope podcast. He's, 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 he does this in a way that I aspire to do this one day. Right. We'll talk another day. But um, he talks about insecure. And what he says is the funny thing about insecure is that people, especially black people, have to find somebody in that show to identify with. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy how that happens. Like, it, it, it's really crazy how that happens. That, but he <clears> said, but, but if you look at it, the characters are really undeveloped. And they're pretty uninteresting people if you really look at the totality of their lives. They're pretty much average black people doing <laughs> black people things. You know what I mean? Like, right. think about it, right? It's a, a lady who works at a nonprofit, right? Mm-hmm. She has a pretty low-paying job. They got a black girl who's a lawyer, which is dope, right. and then her bougie friends. Like, that's that's the premise of the show. And, like, they get, they get together, they break up, they get back together. Then they're sorted together and they're not together. And it's like, so funny. Yeah. You, you know who I can identify on that show with? Daniel. Not because it's my yeah, name. It's yeah, just, yeah. you know, aspiring rap artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hangs out with his studio. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can see that. So that's who. But the thing about Daniel on the show is that Daniel actually. What's up, Ivory? Daniel actually is trying to find. Like, I think that Daniel actually wants love out of Issa. He does. And Issa is like, I don't know what I want. Right. And like, she's at the point after her breakup. Where... Well, I just think that she never knew what she wanted. I, I think watching the show, the thing that I always looked at it is like, this young lady does not know what she actually wants out of a relationship, out of a man, like but in it's, general. It's so funny because, you know, it's like a cross parallel from California to Atlanta uh-huh. because both shows are remotely similar. Right. Yeah. 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 So, but no. Because, and I hate to go back to Atlanta, but Daniel Glover's relationship, Donald, Daniel Glover, <laughs> Donald Glover's relationship with the young lady whose name I can't remember right now, um, Van, Van, Vanessa. It, Vanessa is so weird because at one point, like they they'll wake up together and then the next day he'll wake up with somebody else, right? So I never but, like, and, and she and also goes out on dates with, date with other men. Yeah, I remember the first episode? Remember he was at he was at the airport and he was like. Vanessa's about to kick me out. You know, she's going on a date with another man, so on, so on, so on, so on. Yeah. But he doesn't really live there. Yeah. Yeah. He lives in the, the, um, the storage the facility. Exactly. The storage yeah. facility. So, yeah, I, I just, I just, I, I do find definitely, definitely, I find like, like cross, crossways, like paths in there um, between those two shows. You know, before we get back on a musical conversation, mm-hmm. I actually want to say, I saw the last episode of Vice Principals the other day, and I'm so sad that it's over. It's over? Hold on. I didn't watch it yet, though. Oh, I'm not telling you about okay. it, but it doesn't end the way you think it ends. Okay. All right. So. Because the last episode I saw was the first, or the last episode of season two? One? Season, season one. Because there's, there's only, only two, two seasons. Two seasons. There's okay, two so seasons. I thought the last episode of season one. I'm not going to. Season two is very, very, very well polished and well developed. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Season one like was all over the place, but but it was yeah. funny. It was really it was, funny, and it was filmed in Charleston, which I'm always of course team. we're all I'm about team that. that. 
Wrong. Hold on, wait. Lakeisha said, I'm going to have to force myself to watch the first episode didn't grab me, so I never watched the game. You got to watch. If, if you're going to watch Insecure. Atlanta? Insecure. Oh, Insecure. Okay. If you're going to watch Insecure, you got to watch. Like, you got to watch it all the way through. But here's also, the funny thing. Yeah. I'll say to Lucretia. I've never watched one episode of season one. Well, I've watched the first episode. Mm-hmm. But season two was so interesting that season one was obsolete. Right. Yes. But you, but you, in order to understand certain things that happened in season two, I have to watch season, season one, one. To, to, to get those, those things. But it's definitely a good show. I mean, it's a very interesting show. And if nothing else, you'll find yourself identifying with a character and like riding for that character. Right. Like my dude is Lawrence. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, like for so many reasons <laughs> that my dude is Lawrence. And I don't understand why because I've never been like, like, I don't know. Have I been a loser? I may have been a loser at some point. You know, I was a loser at some but, point in my life. Now you know, and, and it's so funny because I read about season one on um, Wikipedia. I'm sorry. That's cheating. I know. But, it is cheating. But, you know, I identified to Lawrence mm-hmm. because remember, remember when you first met me, I was in between jobs. Sleeping, sleeping on the couch. Sleeping, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was that, that was, was me. Thing, you know what I mean? But, of course, you know, like. That was me. But, you know, so. <laughs> I see stuff there, and I also see, like, that Danny, I always say that Lawrence wants to be a good dude. Like, Lawrence, I think Lawrence in his heart, but because of what happened with Issa, he's like, I'm not going to allow myself to go yeah, there again. Yeah, get hurt again. Yeah, that's that's my thing with Lawrence, because I remember that. I remember that day for me. I was right. like, nah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, where you just... <laughs> everybody, everybody getting that work. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. and I don't care. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're fine. I don't care if you got a good personality. <laughs> you, you, it's, you, it's a guy. Yeah. We all we all been there. Yeah, you know. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> See, that just shows. That I'm just, just goes saying, to show the So I mean, I'm not team like Lawrence Hive or nothing like that. But understand, like, if there was a show, a person on the show, then I. But here's the thing: he was a good dude, though. He, he was a good dude, even though he was a good broke dude. Mm-hmm. But if you look at what Issa went when she no longer had Dan um, Lawrence Lawrence around as her stabilizing force, it went. Left. Everything went. Yeah. You know, where she stopped yeah. paying bills. Yeah. It went left for her. Like she, yeah. like you know, she I mean? lost so, her apartment. So, just, so ladies out there, you know, if you got if you got your Lawrence in your life, watch out. You know, keep, keep Lawrence. You know, keep Lawrence around. Yeah, man, because trouble don't last always. Yeah, even know, the Bible says Lawrence, Lawrence will come out. You trouble, know, trouble Lawrence, don't last. Lawrence will get a good job at the, at the software company. Right. You know what I mean? Little Lawrence, Lawrence is gonna come up now. He's still working at. We got y'all. You know what I'm saying? Trouble Think about it. Trouble don't last always. always. That's the word. That's the word. All right, hold on. Tony says. The Get Down was a good series on, on Netflix. The Get Down, the reason why I loved it, not only because it was Nas produced, it kept your attention. Mm-hmm. But there was a bunch of empty plot holes in that show. I never watched it. Oh, honestly, like I said, if you watch the first four episodes, you've seen the whole series. Okay, cool. I'll watch, I'll watch Season two is coming out soon, but The Get Down, I will, I will agree with them. You know, it is a good show, but there's a lot of underdeveloped characters. And there's a lot of empty plot holes. Okay. So if we're, if we're talking about TV shows, all right, mm-hmm. we're talking about TV shows. You know the one we got to talk about. What's that? The show. They say, I'm from a big, rich town. This is a big, rich town. Yeah. I just come from you're, the poorest part. You're going to hate me. you never seen Power. Don't say that. Don't say them words to me. I watched season four, and see, um, or season three and season four. Season five's coming up. Okay. But you've seen it, though. I've seen it. I'm, okay. Because I was in this podcast no, like I said, I, right here. Like I said, I <laughs> and oh man, Raina, dude. I don't want to ruin. They killed Raina, man. I don't want to ruin the show for who haven't. If you seen haven't it. seen, if you don't know Raina's dead, then I don't know what to tell you. Lord, it's your fault. This is no, I blame you. It's not. It's not your 
I blame you. I blame Tyree. No, I'm just saying if you didn't know. Oh, okay. If you didn't know exactly, Christian, you know, like, like, I and I have to and I wanna I wanna take this time out to apologize to one Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson. Okay. Because I've detested you your entire career since you came on the scene. I've I've downed everything you've ever done. I have never downed Fifty Cent. I've because here's the thing: I knew he had the power to do something great. Right. Like by it just wasn't in music. It just wasn't in music. Yeah. It's just I knew he had a business mind. He's the PT Barnum rap. Like he's the PT Barnum rap. Like his whole thing is it's like it's a circus. It's a joke. Yeah, it's notoriety. It's like notoriety for notoriety's sake. But, but power though. It wasn't always that way. Power though. Man, dude. I will power. say one I do, I will say one thing. You can watch power just it's like Seinfeld. You can watch it from any season mm-hmm. and catch up right there. Power though. Because they do a good job reminiscing, mm-hmm. letting everybody know what's going on. That's why I was able to catch it from season three. Who's your least favorite character on power? In power history. Because we have to bring we're bringing Holly back. Who's your least favorite character? Still Tyreek. Tyreek? More than Holly? Yeah, still Tyreek. I hated Holly so much. <clears throat> I wanted let me Holly t- to die from the first episode. Let me let me tell you why it's Tyreek for me. I hate Tyreek too. Because he is one of the most unloyal bastards uh, there was. Uh-huh. If Tyreek was actually in a better position, mm-hmm. the whole Reina situation would never happen. This is true. Now, Tyreek, <clears throat> she wants Dre gone. She don't like Dre. I don't like Dre either. But Dre is shaping up as Ghost Jr. I was, I was about to say he's he's, he's, he's Ghost is understudy. He's Ghost is understudy. Yeah, and he, but he's gonna die too. I think next season is this season to die. But Holly, Holly, from the first time they put her on the camera, I wanted her to die. <laughs> from the first time they showed her, I wanted Holly I like, to wait, die. Wait, I did see the first episode. I saw the first full episode, but I was in New Jersey at the time, and I was going. She stole the earrings. Yeah, and I was going through some things, and I'm just like, you know, I'll catch up on this later. Yeah. And Holly needs to die. I caught up on the season three, think, so I missed. Did you think Holly needed to die? I hated Holly. I don't think anybody. There are a few deaths in t- TV show history that I enjoyed more than Holly. What's it? Stringer Bell in The Wire. Can't do that to Andrew. I loved <laughs> when they killed Stringer Bell. Stringer Bell was the biggest dirt bag. Little big. You like Lobos? Lobos was funny. I like Lobos. All right. I just hated how they carried his storyline. Hold on. Let me think about TV show deaths. Who was that dude on ER? The one I got killed by the helicopter. I didn't watch ER. Oh, never mind. Yeah. That, gotta be a show that we both NBC. For, yeah, gotta yeah, be a show that we both NBC, Yeah, NBC. I don't want to. Okay. Um, too long. I don't know, but Stringer oh Bell, wait, um, Stringer Bell dying yes. was a great day for me. That was good. Didn't Omar kill Stringer Bell? Uh huh. And when Snoop died, she got killed by Mike. Ah uh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So status death. That was status death. All right, we got Raina. Raina's gonna go on the status death. Wouldn't you say status if you thought I mentioned Raina? Okay, so Raina. Raina because Wallace mm-hmm. on the wire. Michael B. Jordan. I was say no, 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 no. Let's go back to Raina. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Because Raina had that likable factor. She yeah. always did everything in her power to make sure there was no dirt on her right. dad's name. Right. To make sure that her family legacy is, yeah. you know. Yeah. She was all the good things about Tasha. 
Right. But none of the bad things. None. See, I think Tariq is all the bad things about Tasha. Yeah. That's, oh, hands Tasha's out. another person I hate on the show, by the way. She ain't getting killed, though. I want her to die. We do, but. I want her to die. But, you know, when Raina, I, I don't cry over anything on television, but I did, you know, my eyes did get misty when. That when, was sad. When Wallace got killed on the wire, I it broke my heart. Now, mind you, I watched that like 10 years after it went off air. <laughs> but you caught up. I was so hurt when they killed but Wallace. But you caught up, though. Michael B. Jordan. Look, Michael B. Jordan. If you don't know, Michael B. Jordan, the guy that was in Fruitvale Station and Creed. and It's uh, a fruit the, ba- the, uh, the Fruit Valley. Fruitvale. Fruitvale Station. I always say Fruitvale. Fruitvale. It's Fruitvale Station. It says Fruitvale on the, okay. on the movie. All right. Fruitvale Station. <clears throat> Creed. He's going to be in the Black Panther. He's right. in a whole lot of movies now. Right. He was first Wallace on the wire, and he got killed in the worst way possible for a teenager on television. He got killed by his homeboys. He got killed by his homeboys. Big Mike had to kill him. Somebody says something. <laughs> Rain of Death didn't give me a gap as much as Old Boy in the first season. The 150 cent setup. Go. Sean? I didn't watch. Like I said, I didn't watch season Hold on, hold on. I didn't he, watch season one. You must tell me Sean. You talking about his son? Are you talking about his son, Sean? He must he got me talking about his son. I didn't watch season one, so. Yeah. I, I didn't care when they killed Sean. I was glad that when they killed Sean. <clears throat> Sean Sean was, was cheating with his boss's wife. I'm Kill him dead. Like, I'm trying to think. Kill him dead. I'm trying to think bad deaths in TV shows. Kill him dead. Mm-hmm. That that I was not affected when Sean died. If you're referring to Sean dying, um, Lucretia, oh, the friend, the friend. All right, who, hold on. All right, now we got to figure out the name of the friend who died on Power. First season. Oh, you didn't watch the first I don't want, I'm going to say, I don't watch the first season, so right. I'm, I'm hey, literally out of this conversation. Lucretia, I know you're going to look it up. I know you're going to look it up, Lucretia. Lucretia, tell us, tell us who that person was. I'm literally out this conversation. No, don't get out this conversation. No, no, this, no, no, no. This no, is no. an important conversation. Are you going to Google it? Yeah, I was about to Google it. All right. Who died on the first season of Power, Siri? Siri. Ask Siri. We have to, we have yes. to, we're going to ask Siri. Yes. Rolla. Oh, yeah. So I don't got to look it up? No. No, I remember that. That was sad. That sucked. That sucked. Because he was a good dude. Rolla was a good dude. Rolo was a good dude. But 50 Cent was playing, like, like Kano's been playing, Kano's been playing uh, chess for a while, though. And I think he's playing chess again, but I think that he's, he's, I think he's, he's on some other stuff right now. So him and, him and, him and, him and, uh, him and, uh, goes to getting together for, for, you know, put the team back together. But, but I think that he knows that Ghost doesn't want to be in the game anymore. Right. Because Ghost don't want to be in the game anymore, then it's like, okay. Let's let's do what we gotta do. Right. But I hope Tasha goes to jail. And I hope she stays in jail. So I'm put that out there. It's terrible. Stop cheating on your husband, Tasha. Awesome. You know Like who are these weirdos that like you second on? like second string dudes? Yeah, like like like, like the backup most, lawyer. Like most people when they cheat they upgrade. Like the the cheat cheat with the backup lawyer? Yeah, like I said, when most people cheat they upgrade. <laughs> who who does who cheats with the the the? You're not gonna cheat with Johnny like, Cochran. Like his, that's like cheating on on, on Johnny Cop Johnny Cochran with Christopher Darden. Yeah, like she's his, cheating with Christopher Darden. Here's how I knew Tasha was no good. Because like I said, I watched the first episode of season. Oh one. yeah, remember when they got in the car? 
Yeah, remember when Ghost sends her home yep. and he handles business with Tommy. Yep. And she's in a limousine. Yep. And before, before Angie even came in the club. Right. Before Angie even came, before anything was an issue with Angie, she was already showing her panties and stuff. To the chauffeur. To, to Sean. 50 Cent Son. Look, he said, this what lower is, league who people. Does this? Lower league people. She that's doesn't. right. Dudes be bums. You know what it is. You know what it is, right? And I blame. That's why I blame oh. Tasha for the relationship. I definitely blame Tasha. Tasha is to blame. Tasha is to blame. Okay. Team kill Tasha. Tasha needs to die. I'm not gonna kill her though. Bro. Tasha needs to die. I'm not gonna kill her. Even though, I just, I also want to <laughs> say this. Tasha is far better looking than Angie. Far better looking than Angie. Natori Naughton. Natori Naughton is far better looking than Angie. Every I time. Every time Ghost cheats on Tasha with Angie, I'm like, he downgraded. What are you doing? So he's he's downgrading too. Like, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Like, this is the show of downgrades. Like, this is the show the show called the show power. And you call it, we're downgrading. Because, <laughs> so, bro, it, it ain't no, whoa, whoa. there ain't no competition there. No. No, nah, man. No. That ain't, that ain't it. One thing I want to <laughs> That ain't it, is it? <laughs> like Ghost, do better on your cheating options, man. Cause you're gonna cheat back Team Dark Skin. Hey, you said it, I, I didn't, but you know You gonna say that with a red dude in the room? Well, you saw the brown. This this is I don't know I don't know if it's just the summer, but you saw that you're not light skinned today. Uh, you, this is my brown skin complexion. You kinda left team light skin. He I'll be showing it today. He's trying to look brown for the summer, you know, summer. <laughs> that's, why I'm, that's why I'm wearing black today. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to, trying to brown it up. Trying anyway. Up. But uh, so you wanted to go somewhere. Where did you want to go? I was about to say, um, where I wanted to go is one thing that I could say about, you know, just television in general is the last 20 years mm-hmm. is actually increased and was made more interesting. Yeah. Because remember, we were back in the days of Family Matters mm-hmm. where, you know, Duda Urkel was the hottest thing. And let me just talk about that episode real fast. I'll let you go ahead. First things first, you know. They were drinking on a rooftop party. They were having a party on the, you know, roof of an apartment complex, right? First things first, who authorized that? Who did authorize that party? <laughs> See, a rooftop <laughs> party with alcohol. With alcohol. And remember, Steve got drunk off of one mini bottle. Yeah, he did. So that means his tolerance. He was a pipe with a lardy. Now, now, listen, I don't drink at all, uh-huh. but I know one mini bottle. I am not going to be hanging off the side of a building. You he, know? he was the pipe of the lardy, remember? And remember, um, what's it called? Rachel had to tightrope walk to get yeah. to him and pull him <laughs> Like, first things first. Rachel, you're at the party. You see there's alcohol. How do you, how do you not see this, Aunt Rachel? All you're, right. you're the supervisor. So, another thing about that is they had synchronized dancing. They did, and nobody learned the dance. Like exactly. he didn't, did he, he teach didn't, them the dance before he got drunk? No, he didn't. No, because he just, you well, know, basically, the, you know, the, did the Urkel, yeah, right? Uh-huh. But he didn't teach everybody the spins and <laughs> like there it was, was a and, and it was choreographed, and everybody was singing. Stop production meeting. Who's in a production meeting? Like, hold up, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up. This is what's gonna happen. Exactly. All right, Urkel's gonna come into the party. Right. He's gonna start doing the dance, and then we're gonna choreograph a three-minute song right. about dancing doing like Urkel. Urkel. 
a person that nobody in the party knew like or knew. Because remember, we said that who's that? And Laura said, "Oh, that's my neighbor Steve." The only people who knew Urkel at the party was Maxine, Laura, and Aunt Rachel. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Three people knew him at the party, but everybody knew that. But he had the hypest dance, and then all of a sudden, you know, bring out the mini bottles. Bring out the mini bottles. He has one mini bottle, uh-huh. and he's hanging off the roof. First things first. Whose wise idea is it to just say, "Oh look, Urkel's climbing off the building"? Nobody tried to help nobody, him. Nobody, nobody. No, he was, he was, he was too, he was too good to be. Here. I can go on and on about Phantom Matters all day, like the episode where um, what's it called? Um, Eddie got jumped by the dragons. Okay. Steve had to join the game uh-huh. with the wire. Yeah. You got to set this dude up on a dummy mission. Look, but the. See, the thing about Family Matters, though, is that Family Matters never was supposed to be that show. It yeah. never was supposed to come back. Because it was going to get canceled after the third episode. Right. But, then but the third like, episode had Urkel on right. it and right. at the highest ratings. Right. So that's, yeah. But, I mean, you know. But like you said, though, I think television, especially like black television, cool. has come, like, even though, I mean, if, if we're just going to talk about the fact that Censorship has taken a real nosedive. I mean, as far as like the stuff, the themes that you see on TV shows. Thanks, Janet. Across the board. I don't blame Janet for that. Don't blame Janet for that. But um, if you're talking content, like just like the writing on shows, the writing on shows is so much better now. Oh, yeah. It's so much better now. Just like if you look at the things, like you said, like the shows that were, were popular. Like Family Matters couldn't come out right now and be popular. No. Fresh Prince could neither. Fresh. Fresh Prince would no, you're right. Fresh, Fresh, Prince, Fresh Prince would be pretty corny if you came on like that. Yeah. Fresh Prince wouldn't. Um the Jeffersons might make it. Yeah. Might. Might. But no, Jeffersons wouldn't have got past the, 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 the censors with with the, the, the him racial using, talk. Him using the word Yeah, the racial talk the, wouldn't have never got past. Nah, that wouldn't have. Hold on, let's see. It might have got the only episode first. she liked was when Urkel was Stefan. But I remember that episode. Okay, let me let me tell you the flaws in that episode as well. All right, you're going through a time space conundrum mm-hmm. where you're using your DNA to basically enhance your DNA. Right. So therefore, Stefan was in them all this time. All he had to do was stop talking nasally, put on some new clothes, well, and you got the same no, person. No, but the crazy thing is, when he gets up, what he do? He stands up. He pulls up, pulls the spinner down, and pulls down his pulls the pants down. And just says, "Hey, baby." Yeah. Hey, it's, like, it's like I said. Oh, this is it's, it's like I said. It's the same guy. All Steve had to do was change his voice, change his clothes, and he could have had Laura. He could have Laura because you gotta understand, this is the same, the same guy. guy. It's not. It's not. He just took off the glasses and put on some clothes. It's like you ever seen the movie? Um, was it scary movie? Or team movie, not another team movie. Not another team movie. Where they're like, uh, hold up, who's that girl? And she just took off her glasses. Her glasses. <laughs> hold on, she doesn't have those glasses or overalls. Yeah. And she's a brand new person. Like it was that's, so funny. And that's, yeah. that's the thing. That's that's so he yeah. stepped in a space time conundrum. Man, I said, go Jaguars. What up, Anthony Jones? What's up, B? DGC's in the building. Listen, the Jaguars has been my team since '95. We've had a lot of hard seasons, so this season is like, y'all know I'm, y'all know where I'm at. The Niners got to win this week. Oh yeah, against the I Giants. Didn't watch. Against the Giants. But um, going back to Phantom Matters, 
You think, oh, a different world could make it. A different world would definitely, a different world would make it. The writing on that show was key, though. Yeah, yeah, a different world would make it, though. The writing on that show was so, I mean, that's one of the shows that you can look at right now and it's still relevant today with the historical black colleges yeah. and everything that they went through on episodes with colleges and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that would make it. Yeah, yeah. The different world would definitely make it. I think a different world would make it. Cosby show wouldn't. A Cos- the Cosby show wouldn't make it right now because we've already had the Cosby show. But if there was no Cosby show before, it would it would make it. So if you're telling me if the Cosby show, let's just say never existed. Black Family. 1984. Let, let, let's, let's talk about the present. Let's talk, let's talk, about, let's talk about what the show is about. You got a black family. Right, a doctor you got and a, a doctor lawyer. and a lawyer. Right, all right, and they have what five, five kids. kids? They have five kids. That's why I refer to it out. That's why I refer to you as you know, Heathcliff Huckabee. That's 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 the monitor. It's the sweater. Yeah, uh, because <laughs> you know, four girls. Yeah, one boy. One boy. Right. Yeah. So, like, I have four girls and one boy. Right. Like, would the show be successful? Hey, would the show be successful now? It's just, I don't think so. And do you know why? Right. Because America loves train wrecks now. America loves a show that has a problem. Shame. If you look, exactly. Shame. If you look at the most popular TV shows right now, everybody has a defect, a problem, an issue. Yeah. Or they're struggling in some way or some form. Uh-huh. Like, let's just look at the shows we talked about earlier. Atlanta and yeah. Insecure. Yeah. Earn is practically homeless. Practically. Practically homeless. Mm-hmm. Going through things with his baby's mama. Yeah. Having a hard time making ends meet. Yeah. It's yep. a struggle that keeps you watching because nowadays everybody has some kind of struggle. Yeah. Yeah. So you look at shows like the, the struggle Com- that the cop the comedy show had was that they had love. Too much love in the house. It wasn't even <laughs> that. It was just two <laughs> successful black <laughs> people in a relationship together. <laughs> Because you got too much love. No, you gotta look at it this way. Look at the now. look at the African American shows before that. Yeah, you had good times where James was working three to four jobs. Yeah. Florida was trying to find work, yeah. and she remember she was a bus driver sometimes. Right. Sometimes yeah. the bus union was on strike, and yeah. she couldn't find work. You look at the Jeffersons, where George Jefferson, a successful guy, Weezy did nothing. Right. right. Weezy depended on George. So who would be all right? So who would be the guy? How would you make the cop like the cop? How would I make I the Cosby Show relevant now? This is how you make the well, Cosby. Even if you consider like the Bernie Mac show, so the Bernie Mac show had his 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 nieces and nephews came because his sister was a crackhead. Correct. So th- that, that there's like I said, there's there's a, there's an issue there. I'm thinking I'm thinking about now. I'm trying to think about like more modern shows because you might be right on this. You might be dead. Like you might be like even Modern Family. Yeah. Even well, I'm like I said, Modern Family, modern family is, is, a, is, a, is is a you know essentially white show, but there's problems with everybody. It's not, no, no, no. It's not that it's a problem. It's that there are so many things that would be wrong on other, like like society says it's wrong. You have the gay couple. The gay couple. You have the older man with the younger, younger lady, woman. And she's, she's also Spanish. She's Spanish. Then you have the, the family who, like the uh, dude, the husband, husband is like the non-traditional husband. I would say, in, even with the gay couple, mm-hmm. they have a daughter. They adopted they, a daughter. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, there's so many <clears> things there that like I said, every show has to have yeah. a problem. Yeah. If you look at all shows nowadays, there's a problem with each character. No matter what show you look. One second. Yes, Shameless does have the most dysfunctional family ever. 
But you Ever. Know they, do you know what they also have? What's that? The highest? V. Do you know where V is from? Hmm. Somerville, South Carolina. The black girl on that show is from Somerville. Is from Somerville, South Carolina. Her dad is Graylin Hampton. Okay. Of Graylin Hampton Motors, which is no, on no, I know Main who, Street. Yeah, but I know she's uh, on the commercial. Okay, I didn't know that. V is from Somerville. But, That's what um, got me to start watching it. Yeah, but I kept watching because. But it's like I said, every right. show has a problem. Yeah, and that's just the way society is. We live in a country now where we are depicted on train wrecks. If you don't believe that, look in the Oval Office. We're not. We're not going to talk politics today. I know we don't. We're, I'm not. We're going to talk politics, <laughs> but what I'm saying is true. Yeah. yeah. So we are fixed on two things: problems, yeah. reality TV. Mm-hmm. If you look at love and hip hop, combination of both. Speaking of which, this is my last season watching. Well. Last season, my last season watching Love and Hip Hop. I'm, I'm off. I'm, I'm off. Love and Hip Hop City. I'm off that. Oh, okay. See, I only watched. I only watched one though. I only watched one. Atlanta. Atlanta was. I'm off that narcotic though. But you know. I'm off that. Narcotic. But still, like I said, reality TV problem. That's what we are focused. Creature. That is what we're focused on nowadays. It's mm-hmm. just there is not a normal family on TV right now. This is true. This is true. And I'm trying to think of one. You can't. Like, like just like Seventh Heaven wouldn't work right now. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. It were it really wouldn't work because the thing about it is that's a family with no problems. The only no. family the only problem that, that family had was, like you said, too much love. Too much love in this house, man. Too much love. How, like how do you fit all this love exactly. in this house? Exactly. We have five kids. That's what they had six. They have five kids. No, 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 Seventh Heaven had six kids. Well, no, Seventh Heaven was seven kids. Eight after season such and such. Because remember, the mom got pregnant again. Oh, yeah, there was eight kids. But the point is that shows like that wouldn't. I don't. You're right. They wouldn't make so, it. So a different world would make it. But because they did attack like certain issues. Like they talked about like teenage pregnancy. Right, but they there talked was about. But the reason why it would work nowadays, and like I said, we sat there and we said it worked. The reason why it worked. Is because there was problems. Yeah, problems. Remember, Dwayne's mom was Patty LaBelle. Yeah. She was too clean cut. Yeah. She hated Whitney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She hated Whitney so much. She hated Whitney. Bougie friend. Right. There was everybody had a problem of some sort. And it kept me in suspense too, because it's like at some point Dwayne Wayne and Whitney got to get together, and right. it's just a matter of time or when. Right. They did a really good job of spacing that out, by the way. Oh, of course. That worked really well. They spaced it out for four seasons. Yeah, that was, that was really good. Different world would be great. I think. This show went down here after they got married. Hold up. Hold up. Stop. I was off last season. Okay, cool. I'm over it. I am, however, watching the escape show. I will not watch the escape show. No. There I said it. And I'll tell you why I won't watch the escape show either. Because here's the thing. You've been obsolete for over 10 years. Hey, hip-hop and R&B is an unforgiven genre. I love Shake You Down by Gregory Abbott, but if Gregory Abbott was to release the CD tomorrow, I wouldn't get it. I love Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. Right. But if Rick Astley came out with a TV show right now, would you watch? I'm not here for that. The thing about it is, hip hop and R&B are such unforgiving genres. I love Drew Hill. We don't care anymore. I I love Drew Hill. I love Drew Hill. Drew Hill's my favorite R&B group of all time. Yes, my. Favorite, I'm saying microphones, favorite R&B group of all time. And that's a bold statement. But when they did that, uh, when they did, oh, yeah, that's true. He was, he was, he was what we see out there. 
Um, it said what? Papa Pope was Whitley's fiance. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but Drew Hill did a reality show a few years ago um, on on and it was horrible. Like I, I, I refuse to watch. And like that's what I'm saying. The thing about like, I don't it, need to hear you fuss about stuff that you you, you haven't sorted out between you. We have a such a short attention span when it comes to our genres of music. True. And that's you know I'm not saying black people in general. But we go through a phase where if it's not popping anymore, we don't want it. But it, it, that's, no, a, that, that's no. an interesting topic now. See, right there, that, that's a mouthful. Because if you look at it, so let's, let's take, you know, traditionally Caucasian genres. All right. right. You'll never hear, like, if the Grateful Dead go on a world tour, they're doing numbers. Exactly. You're the not going to see, you're not, the Rolling Stones, you're not going to see them performing at the performing arts. In along a, with, hold on, check it out, though. Along <laughs> with. Yeah, the Grateful Dead, the Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the remaining members of the Beatles, <laughs> George Harrison and Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to see them together performing at the performing arts center to pack people in. Exactly. But Guy, Guy, Next, 112, and Jagged Edge. Gap Band, the Whistlers, yeah. Keep Wave, yeah. and all of them just to get like just 150 to get, people just, into exactly. the performing arts center. And I'm going to tell you like this. I saw Steely Dan until they passed. Yeah. Well, until Walter passed. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I need the microphone real quick. Oh, go ahead. I see that you um just commented about my Drew Hill being the greatest <laughs> R&B group of all time comment. <clears throat> I just want to let you remember something. One, Drew Hill released three albums, three albums that were all classics. Their first three albums were instant classics. Drew Hill, into the Drew. Well, Drew Penn this day wasn't necessarily no, um, a classic. I say Drew Hill had two dope albums. Okay, two classic albums. First Drew two. Drew World Order okay. was almost good. Drew World Order was was almost, Drew World was good. good. I like Drew World Order. Drew Order. Andrew, Andrew Penn this day was not great. All right. So two and three quarters classic albums. All right. I I can literally name you the first Drew Hill album. Song for song. song. That's how great that album was. Song for song, beginning to end. The second album, also, no, I'm not, I'm not passing the microphone back. This is my TV show. I'm going to say it like this. All I got to do, all I got to do when I said Drew Hill is, sorry, didn't notice you there. Judy is her name. But again, you didn't notice me. Hold on, I'm going to grab the microphone back again. 1999. All right, 1999, talent show. All right, 1999, North Charleston High School talent show. I performed Angel in a yellow Braves jersey and shut it down. Mic drop. I was going to say, I have nothing after that. Mic drop. But, you know, going back to what I said, you know, I saw Steely Dan until Walter's death. And Donald is still performing. Right. right. And packing shows. Uh-huh. We have no unity. I can say, hey, look, man, Morris Day and the Times coming to the Coliseum. Nope. Not going to Exactly. Nope. Not going to see it. Not going to see it. Now, this is how I knew that, you know, new wave pop bands had staying power. Duran Duran hasn't released an album with all five members in about 20 years. Mm -hmm. From 19, I want to say 1983 to 2003, haven't released a CD with all five members, Right. Right. They put out what was it, Red Carpet Massacre. Uh-huh. They had Timberland on it. 
They had Justin Timberlake, Nelly Furtado, you know, Pharrell produced a couple tracks on it. Came out in the top three in the Billboard 200. But they just, I mean, it's just, it's just funny how we do our stars, man. Like we just, we just forget about them so quickly. Right. Like it's, it's, it's literally like if you're not dropping something right now, we have no time. Exactly. You gotta understand, Ja Rule had four number one albums in a row. If Ja Rule was to drop tomorrow, he wouldn't even crack the top. Ja Rule. All right, so Ja Rule, right. DMX, right? Ja Rule, DMX, Jay Z still doing that. No, hold on, no, no. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do something. Watch, watch okay, this. I'm ja Rule, DMX, Wu Tang Clan. In fact, everybody that was on the Hard Knock Life tour, not named Jay Z, could do a tour right now and couldn't fill up the performing arts center. Hold on. I'm sure, no, because I went. I went. I'm everybody. just trying to. I went. Everybody, all of them, all of them could do a tour together and couldn't could, could not fill up the performing arts. So Method Man. Wait, Method Red Mike. Meth? No, Method Man, Red Man, The Locks, The Locks, DMA, Beanie Siegel, Method Man. I mean, oh, not Method Man. Uh, uh, no, Method Memphis Red. Bleak. We already said Method Red. Uh, Memphis Bleak. Drag on, Swiss Beats, Eve. All of them could do a show together at, and couldn't perform. Couldn't fill up the Portland Arts Center. But you can take one of those groups, one of those rock and roll groups from the 60s, 70s, 80s, right. and they would pack a place up. Right, and you know, even with our legends like the Gap Band, Charlie Wilson beat cancer twice, and you still wouldn't see him. Nah, really. People, Ch- Charlie Wilson just was at the, the thing at the performing arts center. Was he? Yeah. Anthony Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton was so so underrated. We do Anthony so bad. Well, the thing is, no, Anthony Hamilton does us so bad. I'm gonna tell you how he does us so bad. Because he'll give us one really dope album and then a really mediocre album. To follow it up. Have you heard Soul Life? Soul Life was, but you can't give Soul Life credit due to the simple fact that when he was signed to Elektra mm-hmm. and they didn't release a CD, and then he went to So So Deaf and Jermaine Dupri released Coming Out Where I'm From. Yeah. Elektra said, oh, sh- you know, excuse me, oh, jump. This guy is actually putting out numbers. Dog. And they put out his unreleased album. Dog. Anthony Hamilton is that guy. Anthony Hamilton has the ability when he's on he's he is the most soulful singer like have you ever seen him live though god no i heard my brother went to see him live and he said that he was disappointed really because he closed the show um this is when he really coming where i'm coming from where i'm from mm-hmm. and he really he um did the show mm-hmm. and coming from where i'm from was the last song he did uh-huh. and he made it 15 minutes and he took us to church and back Okay. It was such so a great show. So he tried to show. you? No, it, it was Wu-Tang Clan. Another Wu- group. Wu-Tang Clan released a CD. A couple she said, Lucretia says he's incredible in concert. Who? Anthony, Anthony Hamilton. He is. I, I just said that. Javar, Javar White says that he was disappointed at the at the Anthony Hamilton concert in New York. Oh, in New York. Okay. Was he the headliner or was he opening for somebody? I think he was the headliner. Oh, that's terrible then. In fact, I think that was ooh, LeBron got crossed up. Okay, I gotta check that out. Um, yeah, I got the same thing. Kimmel Walker dude. Yeah, so so I think that was the tour that he was a Fantasia. Okay, but Fantasia, Fantasia, Fantasia actually, Live is amazing. Was a Fantasia puts on a good show too. Fantasia Live is amazing. I haven't so, seen her live, but I've watched live videos of her singing. But you know, going back to what I'm saying about you know the whole you know we don't support our own. No. We got to going back to you know going back to that. You had one of the most incredible 
incredible, incredible, incredible R&B runs. By Drew Hill. Not even by Drew Hill. Oh, okay, but sorry. By Usher. And Drew Hill also. Led but by the, Cisco, but the dragon. Drew Hill was to just say, hey, look, we're doing a farewell tour. Nah. Who would show up? I would show up. Other than you know him. why? Because I've never seen Drew Hill live. In fact, Drew Hill came um, with that. No, like two years ago. Like a year ago, two years ago. I was in New Jersey. And they were here. But the problem is that they were surrounded by really mediocre acts that I didn't want to see. Okay. Like Keith Sweat. Ugh. Keith Sweat. Ugh. I refuse to sit through a set it's of funny. Keith Sweat singing. No, it's funny because um, about two years ago, my girl went to a Keith Sweat concert. Mm-hmm. And her homegirl was on the phone. Mm-hmm. Keith Sweat stopped the show and said, hey, you, put down your phone. Who'd you pay to see? You paid to see your phone or you paid to see me? Oh. That right there, once I heard that, I'm just like, why would I even... I'm not paying money to listen to Keith Sweat sing, bro. After I heard that, I was that like, these are your fans that paid to see your concert. <laughs> what? Some <laughs> so, so Cisco the Dragon. Cisco is the dragon. Don't don't you don't do Cisco. Listen, when anytime I hear a dance from me, I can hear him flipping over the bus to the video. <laughs> Bruh, I was man. Prom. Remember how he was flipping in the flipping over the bus? Two thousand. Prom. Thong song came on. I shut down the prom. Know that. I still know the I still know the choreography. I'm not even about to ask him. I still know the choreography. Here's the funny thing. When Cecil's CD first came out, what was the name of the song? Incomplete? No, not incomplete. Thong Beanie song? No, 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 no. The one was Beanie Siegel? No, that's Enter the Dragon. I hated that song. What was the name of the song? Uh, so sexual? Wait. Yeah, she so was eating the banana. Uh, when, I first, when I first heard that song, I cut off the CD. I didn't listen to the CD for about two months. <laughs> this is this is no lie. If you don't believe me, ask my brother. I heard the song. I listened to it. I got to the part where about the banana. I'm just like, that's just wondering. I'm just wondering. I got done with the CD. I got done with the CD because the thing about it was I thought he was trying too hard. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Drew Hill, ballads, power ballads, great R&B songs, great love songs. So when you hear Cisco by himself, watch out, hold me back. I'm like, yeah. Who is this guy? Cisco. Cisco was trying to change the game, man. Cisco released Thong Song. So. Thong Song was the number one song in the nation. It's his second album. Interweb was it released Unleashed the Dragon? Um, no, the first Return one. Return of the Dragon. Yeah, Return of the Dragon. So when he released that, and I saw the video to Can I Live, I'm like, I'm done with Scott. I washed my hands with him. Cisco. The problem what happened with Cisco was Cisco went on Steve Harvey show and said he's the greatest R&B singer. He went on one on Susan Park, and he yeah, said, I'm you know, I'm on Def Jam. Yeah, we have nothing but powerhouses. And Usher, they played that for Usher. Usher said. He said he's the greatest R&B singer of all time. Yeah, and, Usher and Steve just, Harvey's comment was, he said, "Dude, you know what I mean? Dead people that you gotta like that you gotta get past to be like you're not even a, like the greatest of the, the living R&B artists." No, like, but R. Kelly I, was still killing at that time. I remember when Usher saw that comment. R. Kelly, I'm not R. Kelly, but Usher just said, "That's funny because 87." He said, "87 on one's the number one album on the chart, and your album went where?" 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Cisco had he had a, he had a rough he had a rough he had a rough time, you know, after after those comments. That's what I'm saying is, if he would have just stayed humble, you yeah. know, but he started feeling himself a little bit too much. Even R. Kelly stayed humble for a long time, and he was killing. I don't respect him now. Uh, no, if you listen not. to my podcast, yeah, we're not. We're, I we're not gonna get into R. Kelly. We I'm can we can spend that that's a whole show. R. Kelly is a whole show, which we may do in the future. Because this is, I think this this is good the chemistry right here. This is this is good. Yeah, I'm not doing R. Kelly. Show. We're not doing our, No, we got we got we got to do R. Kelly show. We got we got we have to do R. Kelly show. We got to do a show where we, where we cover R. Kelly. No, this is what I said. We can't. Said, we can't. I said this on my show. I said, you know what? I loved R. Kelly up into the R album. Okay. I loved R. Kelly up into the R album. Because in my opinion, that was his last complete album. And everybody said, well, what about TP2? TP2 was jamming when it came out, though. Say what? TP2 was jamming when it came out. TP2 was good. R&B Thug was on that. R&B Thug was on that. R&B um, Thug was What was the song? Strip For You? Yeah. Up, up, and down. Go left, That's go right. R&B That's Thug. the first joint. No, no, dude. What was it? Yo, that was the, no, that was the, the the music on the album though. Right, but, but the problem is, the problem is, uh, the tape came out around the, tape, the time. No, the tape came out around the Chocolate Factory. No, it was before the Chocolate Factory because remember the tape came out. Remember TP2 was doing great. Yeah, but it's still on the charts. But the tape came out right before he released Best of Both Worlds. Right, but the problem was, see, I was okay until. Chocolate Factory came out, and then I grew up and listened to Chocolate Factory. It was like the Pied Piper of R&B. If you know the story, of the Pied Piper. Yeah, it's it's again. If you know the story, of the Pied Piper. Isn't that a it's movie? More. You gonna stop trying to do, uh, Cisco, um, Lucretia. Mm-hmm. All right. Say you you were listening to Thong Song. You you like Thong Song. Everybody like Thong Song. Everybody like Incomplete. That was the number. That was also the number one song in the album. Incomplete. In, All right. Incomplete. Cisco, I, give, I give Cisco credit. Cisco have pipes, bro. I give Cisco credit for credits too. We're not gonna be. We're not gonna be. We're not doing Cisco here on Real Talk with Rajan. We look. We we are a Cisco fan. This is a group that likes. <laughs> I, I'm a Cisco fan. I I literally can sing every single song. Saying, we as a joint Ecuador union. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> TP2. Yeah, I'm saying TP2 was was a good album, man. Uh, like, it's like I said, but I can't give him too much credit for TP2. Because TP2 when he started trying to make kids music. No, but his thing. After I got halfway through the CD, it just ran too long. Okay. Like that was my biggest problem with TP2. It's just you know, because don't get me wrong, I know you're thinking R was a double disc. Yeah, R was a double disc. You know, R was a double disc. R R was a double disc. That didn't run too long for you. This is what I did with R. I listened to disc one Mm -hmm. one day, and I listened to disc two another day because both discs were equally good. Mm I just couldn't listen to them at the same time. <clears throat> yeah. It, you can't find a double disc that you can't. I don't remember any songs from R. R had When a Woman's Fed Up. Oh. Um, Half on a Baby. She couldn't get over the, the cartwheels. Oh, she's talking about Cisco. you going to stop. Because, <laughs> you know, R. Kelly didn't do cartwheels. Lucretia, you going to stop. Lucretia. You're going to stop. And oh. you're spelling Cisco wrong. S I S Q O. Keep on Lucretia. That's how you spell Cisco. Keep on Lucretia. <laughs> Hey, we're gonna wrap this thing, man. Right, we're gonna do oh, and first before we go, I want to wish a happy birthday to Adam Barrett. Adam, his out there in Arizona. Is, his birthday is tomorrow. So, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, bro. Happy God birthday bless. to you. 
So, all right. So, for those who want to find Digger Jones, how do they find Digger Jones? Just go to Anchor FM, which is an app, and just look up the Digger Jones and Two Gun Show. I host that with my friend Two Gun Tony, and we just talk about whatever's on our mind at the time. All right. What else? What else do we got coming from Digger? Like, what, what can we okay, do? Okay. So. In 2018, I don't want to jump the gun now and just be like, I'm about to do t-shirts now. 2018. T-shirts coming. I do have the mixed unit t-shirts coming out, which basically is just hip-hop face. Your favorite albums that was rated in the source, I'm going to have on your favorite shirts, so on and so on. I will be I will be styling those on Real Talk with Rajon. He got, I got one design coming very soon. We're very excited about it. Very soon within the next two weeks. Other than that. I'm just going to expand the Anchor Radio Show into a podcast and then to a video blog where you can see me and two them. Yeah. Okay. So word, word, word. So thank you so much for coming on. Lucretia says she loved this show. Thank you so we much. You, um, we'll, we'll try to do this more often. Um, maybe, maybe once a month. Yeah. Maybe once a month. Get together. Do 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 a a digger a digger Jones live show because our chemistry is our chemistry is dope. We 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 can we can literally do this for hours. Like this is probably the most fun. Like it's just because I we just know each other too well. Right. It's just funny. But um, thank you guys for watching. Support um, your Lawrence's out there. Support your Lawrence's, yo. Believe that me and Digger both mm-hmm. we're on the same page with 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 our fanship. <laughs> We, of are, Drew Hill. we are on a lot of the same pages, but I can't get on a Cisco bandwagon. Hey, I really can't. That's enough from digging for the night. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough from digging for the night. Uh, so, as you know, as you know, Sunday nights, real talk, Rajan, Sunday nights from 7 to 8 o'clock. This is a, a long midweek show, but I really enjoyed this one. Um, I don't know what I'm going to be attacking yet this weekend, but if you have any suggestions for some show topics, please send them to me. I apologize for making the show too long. Nah, it's good. No, this is good. This is good. The show is not too long. So. It was. It's almost an hour, but an hour midweek is fine with me. I'm actually trying to wait for this um this this plugin to open back up so I can do my my my, my going out music. Oh, what up? That's that. That's uh. That's Lucretia. Thank you so much, Lucretia. You you are dope, man. You are so dope. Like I I, I really thank God for you because because. A lot of weeks, you know, like especially in the beginning, like nobody was watching the show, and I, you were watching the show, so that that made it worth it. Um, I'm waiting for this this, this iPad to open up so I can play my music. That was my exit music. Mr. White, Javar, yeah, Javar be on the show. Tony, shout out to Tony for watching the show. Tony watched a lot of it. I think he had to go back to work. Huh? Tony's dope, man. That's that's the homie. But um, let me let me get my music going. So yeah, so I can so I can do my exit. Yeah. So that's gonna conclude my show for tonight. Uh, thank you so much to Digger Jones. Please check him out on Anchor. Digger Jones and Two Guns Tony. All right. He's also gonna be uploading his stuff to iTunes. See if you can check the podcast there. And thank you to everybody who watched tonight. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Um, if you like this show, let me, give, as always, give me your comments, give me your thoughts, give me your feedback. I need that to get better. I need that to grow. I need you to survive. So do not be left out because you didn't tune in on Sunday night. All right? And always remember that if a man doesn't stand for something, he will fall for anything. 
But that's real talk. Peace.